0: Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I'm Trevor Sykema. With me is Benjamin Solak on a beautiful fan Friday. Ben, we made it. We made it to the last day. We made it to football, finally. What a wonderful way to usher in the weekend. Am I
1: right? Are you kidding me? Did you uh, Listen, I've been waiting seven months for Mitchell Trubisky to throw exactly one incompletion to the left so I can start firing off these (laughs) piping hot takes, brother. Yes, I am ready. I'm ready just for – there's nothing better than when NFL Twitter's had a plug, right? It's had a cork in it for an extended period of time, and all it wants in the whole wide world is to tweet stupid stuff during a football game all it's wanted in may it started to itch, started to twitch june july the sweats were breaking out the eyes were getting bloodshot in august nervous you know heavy like a shallow breathing and then finally here in september the here we are. blessed sweet relief we had of a, jokes we, about we, professional football players we had
0: a little bit of the cork get opened up a little i mean i know that it's not a thing like opening up a cork a little bit but with the antonio brown stuff that went down like, that was, oh holy cow, the football world absolutely blew TF up about that. And, I mean, they should. This is absolutely wild. So,
1: but My favorite part about yes. Football Twitter's reaction to the Antonio Brown situation is that somehow every single person is taking, like, a victory lap as if we all knew this was coming, which I don't think anybody explicitly predicted that Antonio Brown would try to punch Mike Mayock. But everybody's like, and this to, is what
0: I've been saying for months. To be fair, Ryan Clark literally went on Scott Van Pelt and said that if you give this guy money, you're gonna create a monster because he only cares about himself. So Ryan Ryan Clark literally okay. said that on Ryan Sports Clark Center. So gets a victory lap. yeah, no, Ryan Clark gets a hell of a victory lap here. So but not here talking about Antonio Brown. Unless you guys specifically ask for it in the Fan Friday questions. But I don't think anybody did. So we're not here to talk about Antonio Brown. First question. My roommate Anthony was having this conversation with me the other day. He said on Twitter, and this goes into a question, was talking with Trevor about this the other day, and it happened to me. I was in the drive thru, and the person in front of me paid for me. Okay, that's a pretty common thing. You know, you do like a little pay forward thing. Oh, hey, also pay for the guy behind me. You know, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. So I told the cashier, oh, okay. Well, I'll pay for the person behind me. And then their order was 3 times as much as his was. So, he said, "At what point do you not pay for the person behind you?" For example, you know, what's he he had a $4 coffee, and the person behind him had more than $12 worth of stuff. What's the threshold? What's the number that comes what's the highest number that could come out of that dude's mouth that could make you say, okay, I'm not paying for this like the next like the next penny like what's the highest number that he could say and then you go a little bit over and you're just like that's it that's the threshold
1: okay so I struggle with this question for several reasons number one and I, I knew that
0: I knew that you would that's why I had it first
1: right I'm very happy that we're bringing this up because it gives me a, a space to ask this question which sure. is I've always wanted to do the the nice thing where mm-hmm. you pay for somebody behind you Mm-hmm. How does that logistically even work? Like, I've never even known what to say or what to do. Like, what if I'm like, hey, can I pay the person behind me? And they're like, they're not done ordering. Like, what, do I just sit there? Like, no, well, <laughs> it's very, like, I, I've always, like, just, like, this would be a nice thing to do for somebody. It's, like, and, and, and I've never, like, been in a situation where it happened to me, and then I had to, like, not do it for the person behind me because I'm too terrified of social situations to ask how to do a thing, thank God. But if I wanted to do it, like, I've never, I don't even know how you do something like that.
0: Only time I've ever done it is when I look behind me and purposely see that nobody else is in the drive-thru. And then I say it to the person, are like, oh, nobody else is here. I'm like, oh, no. I'm just kidding, guys.
1: Darn. I'm not well, an
0: absolute um, asshole. I so mean, I am. I mean, I am. But I've actually so done this before.
1: Just, you literally just, like, they're like, it's $4. It's and you're like, oh, can I, I'll pay for the person behind me as well. And they're yeah. like, that's legit. To yeah. me, that seems like some under-the-table shady nonsense. So I'm like got yeah, to conceal the identity of the car behind me you know somebody back there can't be seen but still needs to eat that's how this is going um but anyway okay well, here's my thing i think if you you should say you it, should
0: do this ben next week
1: right i'm, I'm definitely gonna i mean like, you should I, try I, come back next
0: week and give us yes. the full report on the pod
1: i'm there i'm 100 percent there i'm all I'll very glad do it okay um Here's my thing, and yes. this is tricky. Like, obviously, with a drive-through, you expect prices to be low because the implication is that people are getting things quickly, so it's probably not a big order. That we're being it. We're, said, ta- we're
0: taking this real serious. I like it. This is good. Yeah,
1: but that being said, you know, so that's like the average. But the the, the big outlier group is like large families in a car who don't want to get out and have to deal with the kids sitting down, doing this, doing that, just to keep everybody in the car, grab food, and go home. So you're right, running a risk here. In my head, if you're going to do it, you got to be without cap if you're gonna offer it
0: no cap
1: but think about how how awful you would feel if you offered it and then like they were like it's this much and then you had to be like oh wait no
0: well here's the thing also anthony said in his next tweet after this he's like he said this i feel like the cashier at some point's got to tell you nah, right i mean if the person behind him had five people and ordered more than thirty dollars worth of food. The cashiers got to step in and be like, "Nah, man, like don't worry about it." They they got a crap ton of stuff, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Like if the cashier, the cashier, that's actually a good point. The cashiers who kind of have a a a kind of a, a approach where they're like, you know, oh, you know, like it's actually this much, and like kind of give you an opportunity to say like, oh, okay, never mind. You know what I mean? But even then, like if it were I. I would not be able to be like, oh, okay, never mind that. I would feel too guilty and too deep into the quicksand to back out. And I'd be like, no, it's okay.
0: So let's, all right, so let's say this. You go to a Starbucks or whatever it is, and you're ordering coffee. Oh,
1: it's just at Starbucks. You okay,
0: all right, so there we go. This is good. So you can, you can understand the visual. You're at Starbucks. You're at the drive-thru. Your coffee, let's say, is like 3 to $4. You pull around. You go to do this because you said that you would do it and you got to come back and you got to tell your experience on the podcast. But is yeah, there good. a number or is it truly like you said? If they go, oh, they paid, uh, they it was $24 on their thing.
1: Yeah, I'll probably still pay that. That's you okay, would yeah. still pay that? Well, so, so the thing is, Trevor, like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If I had, like, a buddy, like, for example, like you, but even, like, like a, a lesser, wow. lesser, buddy,
0: that's wow. what we were saying. Wow. He just so called, had, guys, had, guys, like, he just called me his buddy. 're we're, we're, we're friends, oh my god oh my um, God
1: but like if I had like you know like an old friend just like text me and be like, hey, like I'm short like could you you know like, like spare some money? like I would give them you'd give them like at least 25 you know'd like if they asked for 25 would give them 25 and so if I'm trying to do that that act of kindness to a friend of mine, then I'd want to be able to be able to do that to a stranger as well uh, you know I, I just um I don't know like if, it, if it's an act of uh, Of goodness, I don't. I don't believe this. What if
0: he said thirty-five dollars?
1: I mean, I'll I'll be honest, Trevor. I probably would still do it. What if he
0: said fifty-seven dollars?
1: My argument here is that it's not stratified. It's not gradual.
0: Ben, if this guy said to you, you came to buy a four-dollar coffee, and he said that this order behind you, he's like, oh wow, that's nice of you, dude. It's gonna. uh, They just ordered sixty-seven worth dollars worth of stuff.
1: First, I feel like is that the biggest drive thru order at Starbucks you've ever heard of? And he's like, "Yeah," um, but I, I really don't think it's stratified. I think it's, it's okay. Think,
0: this guy says to yeah. you that their bill is ninety-one
1: dollars. Then no, Trevor. If that was one. thank do, you. 90, I'm just 90%.
0: trying to find the number because I know you're a liar.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, I will. This is now will be a thing on the podcast. I'm going to go to as many drive-throughs as I can. Try to pay for as many people behind me as I can, and see what number I can top out
0: at. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is for me. It's twenty-two dollars for me. Okay. I will pay less than twenty-two because I'm in the same boat as you. I'm very much like even if they were like, "Hey, it's eighteen dollars," I'd be like, "Oh my god!" But I'd feel really bad about it because I, I I wanted to do this. I wanted to have this act of kindness. It's just twenty dollars. Who cares? So I like at that point I would go up to twenty dollars. And then I'd probably give myself a little wiggle room to where they're like, eh, it's twenty one fifty. I'd be like, all right, it's a dollar more than what I said that I would do. But if it's anything over than twenty two dollars, I would just be like, all right, man, never mind. I don't got. I'd literally tell him I don't got twenty two dollars, and he'd probably be like, yeah, bet. That's why I'm here. Uh, so yeah, but- that's my. I think my number is twenty two dollars, which is still extremely high. I know other people. I would hope that the cashier would step in before twenty two dollars, but you never know.
1: Right. Well, you know, like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Again, given that I have no context for even how to pay for somebody behind me, if I were the cashier, which, like, a lot of cashiers at drive through places, like, can't drive yet. You know, even McDonald's, like, a 15-year-old at the drive through window. <laughs> then, you know, how does he supposed to know? He doesn't even know what $24 is. Like, I, you know, so it's, I wonder it's, if it's, it's, it's tricky.
0: Does the multiplication of what you ordered go into it? Like, if you're at Chick-fil-A, let's say you're at Chick-fil-A. Right. And then, like, you've ordered, like, $12 for this stuff. And you know that the car behind you, you know, it's it's a little different. It's a lot more common with, like, coffee places, right? Because you, the other person behind you is probably just getting a drink. And you're like, oh, I want to do something nice for them. I'll just buy their drink, you know, make their day from a stranger. But that's good
1: to know. more if, common with that. I didn't know that. Okay.
0: Yeah, so it's it's more common with kind of, like, coffee shop places. You're not – not everybody is doing it Chick-fil-A because I think that's why. Like, somebody might order $30 worth of food, and you might be like, oh, okay, well uh, – uh, I didn't really want to do that. So, it's a little less common at fast food places, but if we're at like a coffee shop place, 22 is my number. And apparently 91 is your number. So, I'm going to go with 91 until I get a better answer from you.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, this will this will be a massive experiment that we'll work on to figure it out.
0: Uh, Ryan asked, why is Trevor so handsome? Um, and if he was in the NFL, why would oh, he be the most handsome player in the NFL? Ryan yes. also said, Ryan also said, hi, Ben. So... I mean, you know, he was a that was little reasonable, more reasonable. Yeah, proportionate uh, response. Uh, pre- <laughs> uh, big shout out, Ryan. I Played Fortnite with him. He's dope. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Kieran. Take the AP top twenty-five. I love this question. Thank you so much for asking it again. Take the AP top twenty-five. Ben gets the odd numbers. Trevor gets the even numbers. This is college football. Build an offense and a defense using only one offensive player and one defensive player from each team. Who has the better team and why? I didn't fully fill out my team, but I was able to get most of it down. So
1: Now, I realized yes. today, by the way, which is an issue, we did not collaborate on making sure we were using the same, like, the top 25 we have is the same, right? We're good? It's you the, got the one from AP News, right? It's the
0: AP top 25 for college football week two.
1: Yeah. Right, but last, okay, week two, okay, because, like, we got this question last week, and I want to make sure right. we were using the my same top, my,
0: my top 10 is Clemson, Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan, Notre Dame, Texas, Auburn.
1: All right, we should be good.
0: Okay, all right. Who's your team? Good
1: deal. Do you want to, like, alternate and do this back and forth?
0: Um. Yeah, we'll do quarterback who's your quarterback
1: Trevor Lawrence Clemson
0: okay um have a good night everybody yeah, I, we had a lot questions? of we had a lot of yeah, fun exactly. um Anything
1: that you don't know
0: Alabama's actually number two so I had Alabama but my quarterback is Justin Herbert
1: wow in that oh I guess like Alabama the relative strength
0: oh uh-huh. <coughs> was about to roast me and then he rethought yeah. about it
1: well yeah because that like I was gonna be you you gotta think two of uh-huh
0: two of all right who's your I'm running back, back?
1: That's a pretty um, this one's easy yes yeah, it's, it's not easy actually this one's easy uh, Jonathan Taylor Wisconsin
0: okay that's the easy one that would that was easy um okay, I didn't, I, okay
1: unless I
0: unless I really effed up my running backs Tony Jones Jr. from Notre Dame uh, uh
1: yeah you definitely really effed up that but There's who, no better quarterback than that who but like who was I gonna take I don't know
0: somebody better, but I can't take more than one person from each team. So, like, I've got Jerry Judy as my wide receiver from Bama. I can't take another offensive player, and then my tight end is Grant Calcaterra from Oklahoma. So I can't take an Oklahoma player.
1: Right. Okay. It gets tricky. This is why it's a good question. It, you know what? It is a good question. All I right. Uh,
0: my it. my other two wide receivers are Aaron Fuller from Washington, and then Kendrick Rogers from Texas A and M. You can you can round out your playmakers there.
1: Okay, so um, for me, my I have Kobe Parkinson uh, from Stanford as my tight end. Yep. And I have absolutely no other pass catchers on my team.
0: Okay, so I'm, all right. Uh, O-line, the only one that I have down is Tristan Wirfs.
1: I did not have a good situation for pass catchers. I also only have one uh, offensive lineman, and that's Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Okay, all right, fair. D-line. Ask me, about, ask me about defensive line. Uh,
0: okay, okay, who's on your D-line?
1: I have Chase Young from Ohio State. Not I bad. have Jabari Zaniga out of Florida. Not I have Lucky Foto out of Utah. I have um oh who's my last one? Hang on. Chase Young, David Long, who's yeah, those are my three. Lucky Foto, Jabari Zaniga, Chase Young, and then Jaquan Bailey out of Iowa State.
0: Okay, I have I mean mine ain't mine ain't bad either. I got Derek Brown, Jordan Scott, AJ Epinesa, and Curtis Weaver.
1: Oh wait, yours is pretty good too. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was excited. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, defensive backfield. I have Joe Bacci out of Michigan State, and I also have in mm. the secondary. I have Brandon Jones out of Texas. I have Andre Cisco out of Syracuse, and I have David Long in the corner out of Michigan. Cisco, by the way, not draft eligible. True sophomore safety from Syracuse. Ball player very excited for
0: him to become eligible uh is there a texas cornerback that i could choose here because you you said you knew texas corners pretty well right you
1: can't have texas oh yeah i can't have texas
0: Texas nine so like this was kind of incomplete for me because i couldn't figure out the best way to puzzle piece it because my two corners right now are christian fulton and trayvon diggs which are good but then my safety is alohi gilman and then i can't get grant delfitt on the team and then uh,
1: i thought you already took judy from alabama
0: you can pick one offensive and one defensive from every team.
1: Oh, I, I thought I thought it was just you pick one player from each team.
0: No, I'm pretty sure you could pick one oh, offensive no, and one no, defensive from only one
1: team. One off and one defensive player yeah. from each team. I only wow. took one player from each team total.
0: Shit, man. Reading is hard.
1: I ruined it. Okay, let's circle back to this, and I'll continue to work on it as we go. Okay. okay.
0: All right. Welcome to the fourth Hunger Games. Mark, shout out, at Orange Buck, friend of the pod. The noted Hunger Games... Ask her every week. Yes. This week, each player starts out with one ordinary bow and a quiver with three arrows. The location is Central Park in New York City. Each tribute starts from an equal distance away from each other around the park. The tributes are Legolas, Katniss Everdeen, Hawkeye, Robin Hood, John Rambo, and the Green Arrow. Ben, who comes out on top?
1: Trevor, you may be shocked to hear this. Yes. But there's a very clear answer. Okay. Very clear answer. Obvious choice. Do you have a clear answer?
0: I have, yeah, I, I have the one that I, I chose very easily.
1: Okay, then as we did next last week, and as we will do for all Hunger Games okay. on three, after three, one, two, three, say it. Okay. One, two, three.
0: Hawkeye. Goes. Oh!
1: oh! Hawkeye? Yes, dude! Trevor Trevor, Hawkeye they're regular arrows.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. No, I still no 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 I'm still good. No, I'm still good. No, I'm still good. No, I'm still good. I'm still good. I'm still good, I'm still good.
1: No 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 no
0: no no my pick no my pick's right. Yep. No, it's not hundred percent. Hand to hand like hand to hand my boys. My boy's doing it. This is he's an elf.
1: He Yes superhuman hearing he has superhuman vision he all right so, he can, hear, he, so, so
0: he, he can hear so he can all right fine so he can hear these hands coming for him faster
1: Tre- trevor trevor he they're taking the hobbits to isengard he saw it from miles away what are you talking about
0: he can see these hands
1: legolas if katniss is a regular human correct talk is a regular human Robin Hood is a regular human. The Green Arrow is a regular human. John Rambo, a bit more than a regular human, but still (laughs) a regular human. And then it's an elf. This is not a question.
0: Nah. Nah.
1: Oh, I'm devastated.
0: Nah, nah. My answer's right.
1: Okay, you know what? And this this is when when people are wrong, we just have to let them be wrong in the world. I guess there's nothing we can do about that oh man i'm so sad we were great on john wick we both had the exact same approach to it and then this was a little this was easier than john wick
0: it's not my dude dude, it's not my fault that you picked the wrong answer
1: oh my you didn't even realize that they were regular arrows nonsense
0: yeah you're right and and i'm still and i'm still good with it because hand to hand my boy hawkeye is using the surroundings to get his fist fights and win the damn thing win his freedom
1: Are are you a lord of the rings fan
0: Yeah, I do like Lord of the Rings. I'm not, like, super obsessed with it. Like, I don't know every detail to it, but I've seen every movie,
1: so. Okay, well, we're going to have to remove you from the mailing list, to be honest, because this is despicable.
0: Ooh, imagine getting mail today? Could not be me. In the economy? (laughs) Could not be me. Chris asked, in the spirit of Halloween... Okay. uh, (laughs) It's 56 days away. How would you roster Halloween movie characters? Quarterback, running back, O-line, tight end, wide receiver, D-line, linebacker, corner, and safety. Um... He said that there could be interchangeable characters that play both sides of the ball. I did not do that. Um, At quarterback, I have it because there's no way anybody is actually trying to tackle that freak of a clown. Uh, I have Michael Myers at running back because he's uh, pretty good as a one cut.
1: Oh, I feel like that's a joke. I've never seen that movie. Michael (laughs) Myers. Yeah, it's a joke. joke. He he has a knife, right? He cuts people.
0: Yeah, he's got a knife good job Trevor That's clever. He, he cuts me forget it. he's like a like a one cut back
1: it's funny it's, he's a slasher
0: wide <laughs> wide receiver I got Jack Skellington he's oh, tall good take
1: Trevor good take
0: thank you appreciate it offensive line I got Frankenstein what up D line I got the Ghostbusters because they're chemi- they got the they got the chemistry down they got all four of them they know what they're doing they can run the stunts in games they can run right off each other they play for each other, and they've got giant vacuums.
1: So Which is important, is extremely gravity, important. Right? Drawing players in.
0: Yeah, dude, it's all about the strats. Ghostbusters is the D line uh, linebacker. I had Freddy Krueger, and then uh, as the DBs, I had the Gremlins.
1: Oh, the Gremlins, Trevor. That's a great get. I didn't Listen, even man. think about Gremlins. Look, I love man, that movie. They don't.
0: They don't underpay me to host this show for nothing, brother.
1: Oh man. I'll never What was the name? Gizmo. Gizmo was the name of the little thing <laughs> came the ground <laughs> one. Oh. No, that's a really fun one. I like that one a lot. Okay, right. so. Yeah. For me, uh, quarterback is Lucy. Now you may be like, who's Lucy? Let's never forget Charlie Brown Halloween. Oh. Uh, Lucy's handling the football, number one. She'd oh, be a great
0: okay. Okay.
1: And then number two, obviously she has to be the quarterback for that. My running back is Casper the Ghost. I think he'd be a little bit difficult to tackle, if we're gonna be honest. He's Damn. kind of you know translucent. Very good. On the offensive line, I have wouldn't Oogie be a
0: good blocker, though.
1: We're not, we're not be a good blocker, but that's okay, man. I'm she's out there to tote the football catch and passes. Running backs don't matter anyway. Oh, um right, so I have Oogie Boogie as the uh, as my offensive lineman. Fair. Some of you, you know, uneducated rubes may be asking who Oogie Boogie is, which means you need to catch up on your nightmare before Christmas because he's the big old boogeyman with the funny song in the middle. Uh, and I love him a great deal. Uh, wide receiver, I do have Jack Skellington as well. I great thought that pick. that was a, a, yes, absolutely. So great we agree pick. on that one for sure. Um, yes, defensive line, I had Freddy Krueger. Linebacker, disappointed you did not bring him up. Beetlejuice, classic mm. film. I, I, I thought think-
0: about Beetlejuice, I just didn't know where to fit him
1: i think it'd be great great in the center great in the center of the uh, of the defense right. as well right. my safety is it because it pops up everywhere right the range is unbelievable on it that's I mean,
0: a really great there, point
1: it just shows up random spots and like that and then my corner was zero uh zero being the dog from nightmare before christmas which by All the right. way in case you did not count i have three nightmare before christmas characters in very, this very
0: yeah that's a
1: Yes, it's like uh, it's like
0: scouting the SEC, right? You know, you just, what can
1: I say? You know, it just means more. A lot of you know good What plays. I learned during the research for this that like blew my mind. Sure. Yeah. This Nightmare Before Christmas was originally released in 1993.
0: It was before you were born.
1: Yeah, that's crazy to me. I thought it like, came out when I was in elementary school. The way that we like were like we're gonna watch Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's it's 93. It's crazy.
0: Uh, a. a Ron asked, uh, the Buccaneers, any chance of them trading for Melvin Gordon? Is their cap situation too dire? The Buccaneers are not trading for Melvin Gordon. No. It's not happening in any way, shape, or form. Sorry, A. Ron. Uh, oh, sorry. Marcus asked, who would win in a straight-up man coverage event? The 2014 first-round wide receiver class of Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins, and Kelvin it's Benjamin. good
1: question
0: or the 2017 first-round cornerback class, which is Marcus Lattimore, uh, Trey White, Humphrey, Conley, ja- and William Jackson?
1: This is like, at first I was like, okay, so it's the 2014 wide receiver class, let's move on. But then I really thought about it, and it's probably still a 2014 wide receiver class. But it's it closer. It is. It's closer. We, we, need to, we need to have discourse here about, okay, like Marshall Lattimore had an incredible rookie season, everybody was on the hype train, that's great. Trey White and Marlon Humphrey are both wonderful corners, just stupendous. I mean, and especially for young players, they are, you know, franchise cornerstones. They're going to be building blocks on those teams for the next five, ten years. Uh, White specifically, really impressive. With the second-round pick, obviously, out of LSU. He was viewed as a tier below the top of this class. I, I, I'm blown away by how effective he is in man coverage, relative to the film we saw at LSU. And it, it, it's tremendous the way LSU has been producing these defensive backs. And then Humphrey remains one of the most physically competitive corners that's come out in the past few years. And and, and in the route, stem and at the catch point in Baltimore, he's doing just the same. So it's Odell versus anyone, win for Odell. Evans versus anyone, probably still a win for Evans. Yep. But then for Lattimore, White, and Humphrey, Sammy Watkins versus Lattimore White-Humphrey, and that's where it gets tricky. Then obviously, Kelvin Benjamin's a throwaway. Like, Odori Jackson and Garyon Conley are great, you know, depth here. So, it's closer. It's still 2014 wide receivers because wide receivers versus corners. In one-on-ones, the edge typically just goes to wide receiver in general. In pure man coverage, you're more likely to, to win than Lewis as a wide receiver. But, oh, man, it, it ain't easy. That 2017 corner class churning out talent, dude.
0: I would as well go the wide receiver portion of that. I just think they're more yeah. dominant. Um, but those other guys are awesome that's a really fun question Sam said list the positions in terms of importance when it comes to building a team excluding special teams I think there's there's I mean you could, you could either say that quarterback is in a tier of its own or you could say that in the first tier of building a team it goes passer pass rusher um, pass protector and you could pick any of those guys as they're fundamental cores to the game I, they, I, I would if I had to rank them in importance, I guess I would say quarterback is one, pass rusher is two, pass protector is three, but they're all in the same tier. You have to have elements from those things to really build a team well. And then right outside of that first tier, very first thing in a second tier, I would say having a lockdown man coverage corner. And then there's a lot of the rest of stuff that can get different kinds of schemes and how you want to do your philosophy and everything outside of that. But those four I've noticed really don't change no matter what you're doing. That would be the way that I would list the importance of building a team.
1: And I would even say, which I very much agree with, with the conception that you have there. But I would even go on to say, um, it's quarterback, pass protector, pass protector, you know, and then passers, pass rush, pass rush. You know, you you've got to have multiple cornerstone pieces on an offensive line. Yeah, like, you no, know, it's you know, yeah, you, right. And it's and it's the conversation that's going around right now with Laramie Tunsil, right? Like you're adding Laramie Tunsil to the Houston line. How much better are the Houston Texans? Really, not that much. Mm-hmm. Why? Because just one piece is not an offensive line make. And I think uh, that's so, I think that's yeah. why
0: I said pass rush second. I mean, it's 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 all situational, but I think that's why I did say pass rush second because I believe that you can draft one stud pass rusher and they can change a lot for you. Offensive line, you you could have a stud guy on the side, and and when you assemble a, a a five-man blocking scheme of guys who are good, then that just elevates it to unstoppable. But you've got to have more than one. I, an offensive lineman can't do it on their own.
1: Yeah, it, it's and, and like also with pass rush, you say okay, like you know having a strong four, you know obviously matters more than just having the one. Do you want to double up on that one? Having that one elite rusher who can win one-on-one situations is more impactful, in my opinion, just having the one versus having like just one standout offensive tackle. So if pass, rush, if pass protect really matters more to you than pass rush, then it requires a multiplayer investment. Whereas pass rush, you can probably get just one guy in there and he'll you know, be able to cause yeah. at least some disruption for you. Obviously more is better. I'm just saying sure. the, the added value of one elite pass rusher is greater than that of the added value of one elite pass protector, in my opinion.
0: Will Anthony Nelson be the Bucs' sack leader in 2019 or in the future? No. That was easy.
1: Uh, yes.
0: J-Rod in J- 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 asked who's winning this weekend, me or Ben?
1: Okay, let's break this down. Um
0: is a, a fantasy football matchup, folks.
1: Yes. Okay, so I have, uh, in week one, let me find the matchup here. I've got to figure out how to navigate this thing. There it is. I have Lamar Jackson against Cam Newton, quarterback-wise. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Tevin Coleman, opposite Alvin Kamara and Marlon Mack. You
0: are saying your players first, okay, just so okay, everyone okay. knows.
1: Yeah, so I, I have Lamar. He has Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I have McCaffrey and Coleman. He has Kamara and Mac. Kamara, Kamara. Yeah. I have Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin. He has Keenan Allen and Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. I have Evan Ingram. He has George Kittle. I wanted George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Was upset about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Flex wise, I'm playing Deshaun Jackson and Will Fuller. He's playing Darius Geis and Dante Pettis. Kicker wise, I have Jake Elliott versus Jay Sly, whoever the Carolina kicker is. I have no idea who that is. And then I have the Patriots defense against Pittsburgh. He has the Jaguars defense against Kansas City. Uh, I am currently favored 53% to 47%. I'm expected 115 points. He's expected 114 points.
0: Okay, he better drop that defense really quick. And if he does, I think Jared's going to beat you.
1: Yeah. He also has Josh Allen on the bench. Let's see. I have LaShawn McCoy on the bench because I have no idea what's going to happen there. Um, dude, by the way, Chris Godwin takes one pick before you. Uh, yeah,
0: feel? yeah, you uh, you hate to see it. Uh, Cody asked, "Better fantasy option: Austin Eckler or Josh Jacobs? One point PPR. I guess I'd say Eckler, because I have I, I have absolutely no idea what to think of the Oakland Raiders at this point. No idea.
1: Well, I, I would flip and say I have no idea what's going to happen in the charge of backfield. So I would say Josh Jacobs. Like Gruden's still going to hand the rock off, right? Like it's this is Gruden we're talking about here. Yeah, I
0: guess I I'm. I don't know. I, I I mean, like I avoided both of those players like the plague when I was drafting. So I I right. really I, I really I really don't have a good beat on that one. Uh, Trayton asked which non-legendary Pokemon would make the best quarterback.
1: Non-legendary best quarterback.
0: Yes. Uh, right off the top of my head, I thought it's got to be Machamp, right? Because right, I was
1: I, actually going that direction. You know, as well. obviously,
0: like human has the. You know mechanics to make it happen as a quarterback has the extra two arms for stiff arms, but I looked it up. Machamp's only about five foot three. You know, so him and Kyler are the only oh, wow. guys who are sub five five playing in the NFL.
1: Man, it's unfortunate. My first thought was Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan's only four seven. Shoot, we got to find. Okay,
0: who? They're are small, the- man. Live- okay. Charizard's big, Look, that but like sense. Charizard doesn't have like long arms or whatever. So. Hey.
1: Whale Lord is 47 feet, 7 inches. We're in. Who? Whale Lord He's Dude. the largest no. Pokemon.
0: List, no, no. the whale. Top OG 150 Pokemon is the only Pokemon we talk about on this podcast.
1: List of Pokemon by height. Okay, so there we go. And now I just want guys in like, yeah, 6'3 to 6'11 range. What's it's
0: Dragonite? Okay. What's Dragonite? How big is he? Dragonite's seven, Dragonite's 7 foot, but he only has three fingers, so that's going to make it rough. Okay, yeah, all right. He can't be him. Okay. We, i six, might seven. I, I might be riding Tang- with
1: Tangrowth. Tangrowth is six seven. D- Dude,
0: you're Lodios. naming you're you're you Pokemon that don't matter, don't count.
1: Exeggutor is six seven. Venusaur is six seven. Mewtwo Slacking is six seven. He's probably very slow. Can't
0: use Mewtwo. You're led legendary.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just listening to some of the six seven guys. Right. Snorlax is six eleven. I'm in. You can't tackle him.
0: But he's already down.
1: Yeah, he probably has an elongated release.
0: Um, Genghis Khan, if you're you're running from the pocket, yeah, he's about three. he's about
1: seven King three, gone, yeah. Dragonite is also seven three. We're we're there, okay.
0: No, I so, I, I still think I'm going, I'm okay, going, I'm, I'm going. Got it, I've got it,
1: I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Ursaring is five eleven.
0: This it, dude, it's again, you're naming Pokemon that don't count.
1: Ursaring is two seventeen. Come on, two seventeen like is higher <laughs> than one hundred and
0: fifty. <laughs> You knew exactly. the rules! You knew the rules!
1: 150 Pokemon, how many of them actually stand on two feet among the top 150? Like twelve?
0: That's why it's a good question!
1: Does it actually say that in the question?
0: Uh it says non-legendary, but I'm not picking any Pokemon over 150. So if you wanna it's take your if you wanna take your boy Uga Booga whatever, then fine. I'm taking Machamp. <sighs>
1: exhausting. Okay, I'm taking Ursaring. Ring.
0: That's fine. Rank these, <laughs> rank these cheesecakes.
1: Rank <laughs> these cheesecakes.
0: It's is, very
1: funny how like, quickly we changed. The this rank is
0: this life. is that's that's the point of Fan Friday though. Like that's what I love. I love us getting like heated or going from talking about one thing and then immediately to something that absolutely doesn't matter at all. All right. Except for this question holds the key to life. Rank these cheesecakes. So
1: the last one mattered also as well.
0: Cherry, plain, raspberry, blueberry, strawberry. Hint strawberry is trash and if you don't pronounce it like they did like the janitor from scrubs i'm quitting the pod because you're not real scrubs fans
1: uh what was it it was what would he say he would say strawberry right
0: no um let me look it up now i gotta look it up
1: okay janitor scrubs it so apparently we're not real scrub fans what we believed
0: I didn't think he said it that weird. I thought it was just like strawberry, but like...
1: Oh, like strawberry, right? Like you like put the, the, the accent there. Either way, um, it goes plain at the top, cherry at the bottom, blueberry, and strawberry uh, interchangeable in the middle.
0: Uh, raspberries, number one.
1: Oh, it was raspberry? Yeah, raspberry can be number one. Raspberry's
0: number one. Blueberries, number two. Plains, number three.
1: blueberry, s-
0: Strawberries, number four. Cherry's number five.
1: I don't know about this blueberry nonsense. That's highly questionable.
0: Now I'm pissed because I feel like I can't remember how he said strawberry, but, but I remember I, he was I, saying like the word library. library too. So I've, I've seen the episode a million times. So I can't remember this. And now I'm,
1: I haven't rewatched scrubs in a long time because Mare has never seen it. And I want to, I want to make her watch it. And I don't want to like, you know, know what's going to happen. I want to like, kind of like forgot what's going right, to happen. It's like, right. it, um, so yes, I don't know exactly what's going on.
0: All right. <laughs> Trevor asked, match the following cars to current NFL players. Toyota Camry, Ford F one fifty, Jeep Wrangler, Lamborghini.
1: So I'm here to announce, and, and this is a, a, a good place to say it. I like to say I don't know anything about cars would be a gross overstatement for the amount that I know about cars. Okay. Like I understand like a Lamborghini is luxurious and, and a fast. Jeep is muddy. But beyond sure. that, like, I have no framework for this okay. whatsoever. All right,
0: Toyota Camry, dependable, okay? All around, will get you where you need to go. Zach. Okay, that,
1: that, that Zach, kind of...
0: Zach Ertz.
1: Oh, that's, okay, that makes sense to me. I put Philip Rivers, who has like, never missed a game in his career, so okay. I guess that makes sense then.
0: Okay, I have as as the Jeep, which to me, Jeep... It's a nice vehicle, it can be nice at times, but it could also go a little off-road, you know, it could help you when things don't, when the, when the past's not exactly what it needs to be, when things aren't great around you, but it's a little country, too, because you're getting out into the great outdoors. That's Philip Rivers to me.
1: Oh, I put George Kittle, because in my head, George Kittle would drive a Jeep. And- George
0: Kittle would be a guy to wear Wrangler jeans as well, so...
1: So, to me, that that made sense. I think George Kittle, my guess is George Kittle owns a Jeep, and thereby I thought he was a Jeep because that's how that works. The car that you own is personifies you. Uh,
0: at Ford F-150, I kind of went outside the box. I picked Miles Garrett because he's, he's extremely powerful. Uh, I, I would not want to get in front of him when he's moving, and he can also tow the whole Browns defensive line by himself.
1: I put Quentin Nelson a lot in the sense of, like, every Ford commercial I see is about how much it can tow. And so mm-hmm. I thought to myself, which NFL player could tow the most things just <laughs> by himself? Okay. All right. Who has the most power to pull stuff? I was like, Quentin Nelson could probably just, like, pull a lot of things. Lam- so Quinn was my answer.
0: Lamborghini, I went with Alvin Kamara just because fast and flashy. So
1: Yeah, I went Brandon Cooks for very similar reasons. That one, I was like, all right, I know what a Lambo is. Nice. So I probably get this correct, yeah.
0: Noah said, Sports Wars by Wondery goes through the stories of some sports... Some of sports' biggest rivalries, including Favre versus Rogers, Georgia versus Florida. Which it's Florida versus Georgia, by the way, Noah. Uh, M- Georgia versus huh?
1: What's wrong with Georgia versus Florida? How does I'm, it not work?
0: I mean, that's not that's not what it is. It's Florida Georgia.
1: Okay, if, uh, let me ask you this because I'm, yes. I'm not disagreeing with you. Sure. But if I asked a Georgia fan, would they say it's Georgia Florida? Probably. Okay. And they'd be that wrong. And they'd be wrong. Interesting. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Um. Hey, why does the St. John's River flow north, you know? Why? Because Georgia sucks. Uh, MJ versus Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Texas versus Oklahoma. What are your personal top five sports wars slash rivalries?
1: Okay, so as I think will shock absolutely nobody, the majority of mine are football related. They'll have two that are not. Sure. Do you want to go five up?
0: Uh, Yeah, let's just hear your five. Let's just, yeah, just, we'll, we'll hear your five.
1: Okay, so my uh, fifth for me is Giants Eagles. Giants Eagles has never been like super duper competitive in my lifetime. I guess it has been like, you know, in the in the in the mid late two thousands. But generally speaking, like it's not been like a, a huge thing for me. So Giants Eagles at five, four is Army Navy. Uh, my my brother in law went to West Point, and so I've recently become oh, okay. much more sure, much more invested in this in this rivalry. does so yeah. I played at the link, uh, so it's a lot of fun for that. Number three is OU versus Florida. Now you may say to yourself. OU Florida, that's not a thing in college football, and it's not. It's called softball. 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 Yes, it is in college softball. <laughs> in electric, and there's no way I was going to – I was all going to do OU UCLA. It hasn't really been as big of a rivalry. But but OU Florida, they've seen each other in, in the the um, the college the Women's College World Series now mm. for multiple years in a row, and it's been an electric series. It's been a lot of fun. And they don't really have rivalries in softball. They're all too nice, and they all like, know each other from camps. I don't care. My head is bad blood. Um, Number two is the Red River Rivalry which i recently learned like i always knew it as the red river rivalry between again oklahoma and this time texas but like it's called like the red river showdown or the red river shootout or the red river classic or the red river rivalry no like, that's what listed on wikipedia
0: it's called the red river rivalry
1: right the logo says AT&T red river showdown which like if you could make your rivalry game be as much of a tongue twister as red river rivalry how could you not <laughs> You can't even excitedly. I that.
0: I will never boring. I will never call it anything else, man.
1: Yes, I will. And then number one, which is not football but has to be mentioned, is Rafa Nadal versus Roger Federer in singles men tennis. Yeah. Because I have never watched these two individuals play a game against each other that was not fascinating and electric, except for the one time Nadal was hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're, they're they're an absolute joy to watch. Their play styles are quite different. They're 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 both very passionate. Uh, 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 competitors who are really easy to root for I'm a huge rafa fan. federer is like the tom brady of men's tennis um uh, but you got to respect him when he's at the height of his game which is like you know watching a, an artist at work so those are my five
0: yeah i don't have mine in order uh rafa rafa and 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 uh federer are in mine as well it's just what was the one that just happened the one that recently happened and it was just like
1: Right. Some of the most was,
0: phenomenal um, tennis I've ever seen here, like, late in these guys' career. Like, neither of these dudes wanted to lose this match.
1: It was, right. So that was brilliant. Right, because that was uh, uh, Rafa versus Federer uh, at Wimbledon, Yeah, right? And the last time they had played at Wimbledon was 10 years previous. And the Wimbledon game that they had was, un, in 2008, was mm-hmm. one of the greatest games ever played. Yeah, It was... It was one of the longest, it was like like longest final ever. It was insane. It broke like a long, huge streak for Federer. It was out of this world. So and that was, yeah, that was, Wimbledon again. that's such yeah, an
0: incredible so- rivalry that is historic with two of the greatest to ever play the sport, playing at the same time. And it's, nice. yeah, that's just, and in the same light, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson is one of the greatest rivalries. You know, I was, I was sure. listening to a story about that and the way that these two guys pushed each other and. Man, Larry Bird straight up did not like Magic Johnson for the longest time. I mean, Magic was this flashy guy. Larry Bird wasn't. Both of them were unbelievable at their sport. Bitter rivals competing for championships, pushing each other to be the greatest of their time. But then at the same time, you know, in a in a press conference, somebody asked, "This is right when it came out that Magic Johnson had HIV and." somebody asked Larry Bird about it, and Larry Bird kind of, like, st- like started crying a little bit because, like, this is how much this other person has meant to him in his life and pushed him to become the player that he became. You know, it's so it's just, like, powerful rivalries that go from you hating this person's guts to realize that they actually brought the best out of you. And now, you know, they ended up doing a commercial together and, and kind of ended up being friends a little after that, and so it's just been a... That whole story and rivalry of those two is, is incredible. Uh, Ohio State-Michigan is another one. I truly wish that every rivalry in college football had as much disdain for the other side as Ohio State-Michigan and Michigan because it is legendary levels. Um,
1: Here's why I can't get fully in on Michigan-Ohio State. Because okay. I don't like both teams. So I'm never happy when the game ends.
0: Okay, I sure, I guess. You know um, y- yeah, but still, man. It's just legendary right. stuff. The history right. behind it. Every single year it means so much. You know, Ohio State people don't even use the letter M <laughs> the week that they're right. playing Michigan. It's just, I do have it's just wild, that, man. It's just yeah. wild. In uh, From 1996 to 2002, the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit... Red Wings had a rivalry that was filled with championship titles, some of the best players to ever play the game of hockey, blood, sweat, tears, revenge, glory. It was that that rivalry is incredible. Hugs. I mean, you know, hugs for some. Like that that hockey rivalry is is one of the reasons why I, I stayed into hockey as much as I did and how much I love the sport now is because I watched those two teams and the passion that they had and how they went at each other's throats every time they faced off in the regular season of the playoffs. It was amazing. And then the last one for me is just Tom Brady versus time because I, that rivalry is I, – I cannot I, believe –
1: underappreciated rivalry. rivalry. I cannot
0: believe we are here with Tom Brady. Oldest player to ever play in a Super Bowl, not only play but start and be the most impactful player in the entire game. Right. Win. You know he'll be forty two, and if he makes it to the playoffs again, obviously he'll be the, he'll be the oldest player again to play in the playoffs. It's just wild, man, how how that is how that is all played out. Chance that Cambray gets traded this year? I don't think Cambray's getting traded this year. Who's had the better career, Steve Smith Senior or Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. This is not close. Antonio Brown. This is not like, close. You
1: know he's got to finish it.
0: Oh, I, I I mean even 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 if Antonio Brown retired today, Antonio Brown has a better career. I have to say that. I have yeah. to say that. For a, for a 6-7 year period, he was the best wide receiver in the game.
1: I, I mean, yeah, no, no, I don't disagree. Know. Like, this is a, again like like, you know, we, we call him a future Hall of Fame wide receiver when we, you know, kind of project um forward in terms of of him finishing his career, but like you're not he's not going to get put in the Hall unless he finishes his career. I, don't I, his I right. don't
0: I don't even know if he's going to get put in the Hall, man. But if you're asking me who has a better career, it's Antonio Brown. Antics aside, who had the better career? Antonio Brown. If you were to pick one college football mascot to field an entire football team with, who are you choosing and why?
1: Okay, so there is a critical note here, Indeed. which are, our live mascots available?
0: So I have two picks. One is an animal mascot, and one is an actual mascot.
1: Okay, so let's begin with animal mascots. Who is your animal mascot?
0: uh Ralphie the buffalo from Colorado that
1: is the correct answer <laughs> brother that is absolutely right well done I will take 11 Ralphie <laughs> thank you very much full back dive times 50 yep. here we go
0: yep yep yep
1: I'm very happy that we both immediately tried to find the loophole by which we got the buffalo onto the football I had
0: to do it who's your who's your actual mascot
1: did you see the uh the Jacksonville State mascot last week?
0: No. Last okay. week All right, the now Jacksonville State Jacksonville mascot. State.
1: Right. Nice. Which let's not forget he is a he is a Gamecock. Uh the Jacksonville State mascot got in trouble because he stormed the field like <laughs> during like a a, a, a a touchdown celebration. Uh-huh. Right? And like got flagged for an illegal like you know, like, like it was like fifteen yard on sports iconic or something like that, right?
0: No, this is Jackson State.
1: Jackson State, excuse me. Jackson and
0: this State. is the, okay. this is the tiger that ran onto the field and tried to help his guy wrestle the football away in the end zone.
1: Yes, that guy, there he is. Okay, not Jackson State. Excuse me, I thought it was State. It's Jackson, Jackson State. Jackson
0: State, yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, he is a hero. He is a titan, and I would do anything for him.
0: I'm going the Oregon Duck
1: yeah he's he's a scary looking duck
0: uh top five teams that are bad at drafting a specific position like Jets pass rusher Texans O-line Oakland corners I mean this is this is it's it's kind of a weird question there's not exactly a right answer I know this is just a fun one but you know it's like regimes and and coaching staffs obviously and and front offices changed a lot of this but I wrote down Texans and O-line haven't been great Steelers, Steelers and DBs haven't been great.
1: I absolutely have that one.
0: Uh Washington wide receivers haven't been great. Dolphins and linebackers not good. And then uh Tampa and pass rushers just because they won't pick any of them.
1: Yeah. I wanted to I, I absolutely I had hey, Trevor, the 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 history of Tampa Bay edge rushers that they've drafted. I just want to run you through it. Uh Noah Spence who didn't pan out yes. and uh and uh and um, and Anthony Nelson uh, Yeah, oh, yeah, Anthony Nelson this year. I also had who you did not have down Patriots defensive backs, which obviously, you know, is a big joke because they they just cut Duke Dawson last week. But the Mm -hmm. Patriots' history of drafting defensive backs Mm. over the past couple of years, like if you go longer, it's good. But over the past couple of years, not great. They've been regularly missing, which is highly unfortunate. And then we need to acknowledge the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers' ability to draft just anybody on defense is awful
0: don't you dare curse my son devin bush like that don't oh, you dare
1: man. okay i mean like we were going to see what devin bush is and like i don't know like maybe linebacker you know is going to be good for them, whatever i mean tyler madikavich vince williams like it's not amazing um but the defensive back history especially a corner how dare you like is this allowed oh my goodness <laughs>
0: Because Antonio Brown announced his new choice of helmet, do both of you have something to announce regards your changing regarding changes in your life?
1: Yes. Did you see my tweet about this? No, I didn't. Okay. Um. Then I'm I I once Schefter kind of put out that tweet that was like, "Hey, look, he's changing this thing." Wow. Mm-hmm. I immediately put out a tweet uh, with myself and my my new Uniball uh, uh, 2.0 Signo pen. Sig Signo Signo. Signo. Oh. I don't know how to pronounce it, and I announced that uh, I'm transitioning away from pilot G2s, and I'm moving to the Uniball Signo. I should learn how to pronounce it. Um, And within the context of the Antonio Brown tweet, which now, you know, 24 hours removed from it is hilarious. um, I said, this makes me feel smooth and uninhibited. It allows for better penmanship, and I'm very excited about my future using this new pen and all the uh, stories that I will write with it. Oh.
0: I get new. To- I, I, I get new toothpaste. I bought a different toothpaste, so I guess
1: it's mine. Do you pay attention to what toothpaste you're using? Yeah. Wait, you don't. I walk to the toothpaste aisle. Oh if
0: wow. There's a sale.
1: That's the one I'm getting.
0: No, I no, I, I I care about what kind of toothpaste I have. I normally buy like the toothpaste that's like a dollar or two more because it's it's either got like baking soda or something that'll help whiten your teeth. So that's I mean, what I, I do. Don't-
1: I, my tooth care regimen is lacking. Okay. I've never finished.
0: Okay, great to um, know.
1: I have my answer done for the full team's AP poll. I've, I've completed my roster. Okay. Okay. So you want to just go back and forth position?
0: No, just read yours off. I already read mine off.
1: Okay, so at quarterback, I have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I also can have Brian Lewerke if I want. Uh, at running back, I've Imagine. done Taylor with Zach Moss as a backup. Um. Wide receiver, I have Van Jefferson and K.J. Hill, Florida and Ohio State. At tight end, Kobe Parkinson. And then my offensive line includes uh, Andrew Thomas from Georgia, Ben Bredesen from Michigan, Zach Shackelford from Texas, Steven Gonzalez from Penn State, and Evan Adams from Syracuse. So on the defensive line, I'm rushing Chase Young, Ohio State, Gross Matos, Grossmatos, Penn State, Laki Foto out of Utah, and Alton Robinson out of Syracuse. So four guys are going to go top 50, in case you're wondering. Um... At linebacker, I have Joe Bacci at Michigan State. And then I've got six defensive backs behind him. We're going pure dime package. One of them is Isaiah Simmons. The other is Brandon Jones so out of Clemson and Texas. So I've got those two big safeties. I'm also at corners putting Paulson to Debo, DJ Henderson, David Long. And I've got J.R. Reed from Georgia also playing in the slot. So my defensive backfield is wicked sick. Yeah, you win. Yeah, I mean, my defense is awesome
0: uh only a couple more top five top five add-on toppings to an omelet cheese doesn't count because if you don't eat cheese with an omelet what are you doing with your life
1: this is this is a this is a fantastic question i also appreciate the note on um cheese and i will say and and i know you'll agree with this yes ham and an omelet just doesn't make sense to me no stop doing
0: i mean i'll do it if, if i'm ordering like a meat lover omelet but you know
1: Right, sure, but like sausage or bacon are both preferable in omelets. Um, hundred p, one hundred p, our, and our and are more 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 frequent uh, breakfast meats anyway. Yep. Who thought that like this was how we're gonna sneak ham into breakfast? That's Could not, not be necessary.
0: me. Could not be me. Sneaking so, ham into anything,
1: sausage, bacon. Yep. Uh, grilled mushroom. Okay. Or I should say sauteed mushroom. Uh, caramelized onion. Grilled pepper.
0: Okay, I got bacon, sausage, mushroom. And then spinach and tomato.
1: Oh, imagine putting tomato in anything.
0: Tomato's the lowest one. Like tomato's my lowest one, but I still like a little bit of moisture it gives if it's done right. So, <sighs> despicable. Okay, great. Thanks. Matthew asked, "Do you guys have a favorite type of scheme in the NFL? Which team should change their schemes to better fit their players?" I don't know about the second part of the question, but um, favorite type of scheme? We're talking offense. I don't know if I have a favorite a lot of it depends on on what kind of team you have right I mean like it, it basically revolves around one the style of quarterback that you have two what you can do with your offensive line I mean I, I love a lot of where the game is going under the Gruden tree where you know especially with with some Shanahan zone option things in there that McVay and and Kyle Shanahan are doing where you're running a lot of plays out of fewer formations right a lot of 12 personnel stuff sometimes some 21 stuff where there's either two tight ends or two running backs and you're giving heavy play action in a game where you're keeping the the allurement of the run game in there but you might not even be handing the ball off as much. I like when you have a really good athletic tight end. I think he's a big mismatch player. Obviously running zone, the different types of zones that teams can run nowadays whether it's split or this new kind of like mid zone that we're seeing as well as inside and out. That's a really cool thing and I think it all kind of comes from that 11-12 personnel when you're running like I said before a lot of plays out of Fewer formations. It makes the game simpler and it makes it more effective. And so, I don't know. I guess a, a, a scheme that I like is is it's kind of a cop out answer to say the most popular scheme that everybody's seeing works, but I really enjoy the the thought process behind what guys like McVay and Shanahan are
1: doing. Sure, yeah, I feel like I, I like you know taking things that are piecemeal. You know what I mean? it's like obviously like, everybody likes you know what McVay is doing and what Doug Peterson's doing and what Matt Nagy's doing. Um, John Morton was the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets in 2017. He's now with the Raiders. Don't quote me on that. Um, he was doing great stuff as the Jets offensive coordinator. Apparently, he's real tough to get along with, and so that's kind of why he was phased out. But what Morton was doing in terms of multiple tight end sets and using multiple sets of motions, so mo- a motion with one player, then another player, motion with yeah, the player, and then back to the other player, uh, to force coverages and to force checks was great stuff. And if you can force a check, then you're getting... Typically uh, a basic, predictable coverage, and then that makes life tremendously easy. Let's not forget that Josh McCown had like a tremendous season under under Morton literally two years ago for the Jets. So I love what he's doing there. Number two, what what uh, North Turner did in Carolina this past year went wildly underappreciated. Again, uh, uh, Turner would 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 have multiple motions, but even when he had just basic motion, Turner's motion always took a player into the backfield from out of it, or took a back player out of the backfield from in it. So he would regularly be changing box numbers with his motion. And when you have players like Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey who can equally line up with threats out wide and in the back though, especially with Newton in the pistol, the mental work that goes on pre-snap to figure out where you belong and what your responsibilities are is is a tremendous load. And so what North Turner was doing in Carolina, again, like, you know, kind of focusing on things that are underappreciated, in my opinion, that's the one. And then number three. When we talk about teams who are doing things like the Rams were doing it, like, oh, teams who are doing McVay things, you know what I mean? The West Coast style offense, nobody mentions Brian Babble in Buffalo. And there's a reason why. It's because Josh Allen's not very good. He's not very accurate, you know what I mean? But in terms of sure. tight splits, bringing, bringing players and congesting players into the box, running two to three wide, uh, uh, route concepts, out of under-center play action with the intent to go down the field, mm-hmm. the intent to get yeah. deep completions, 15-plus yards in the middle of the field. Dabble and McVeigh are the two best people in the in the league at this, by, by, by far. And nobody acknowledges Dabble for it. Dabble also did a fantastic job at making Josh Allen his own checkdown. Allen does not have the mental processing ability to get to a checkdown route, so stop running checkdowns for him. That's a hard thing to do. It requires bravery to just be like, We're just not going to have the back be a check down anymore. Allen wasn't throwing it, so they didn't do it, and they let Allen run. They let Allen run as his own check down. Allen ended the year with the largest depth of target of any quarterback last year. We don't acknowledge that that took effort, that took planning. They had bad receivers, and they were running them as far down the field as they could because that was what would work for Josh Allen. So uh, uh, Brian Dabble, North Turner, John Morton, three guys who I think do great things on the offensive side of the ball that do not get the attention that they deserve.
0: Final question. Rank these pies. Yes. He also said compare them to 2020 draft prospects. I did not do that. Did you?
1: Oh, I have like three comparisons. Okay. I did not do it overall. All
0: right. My, it's the, he wanted us to rank pumpkin. These are different types of pies. Pumpkin, apple, blueberry, sweet potato, key lime, pecan, depending on where you're from. If you're from the south, it's pecan. uh, Or lemon meringue.
1: Okay, so... How do, you, how, do you, how do
0: you say pecan or pecan? I say pecan. Of course you do, because you're from the north. You're a damn Yankee.
1: Okay. This is, I'm, I, evidently, this is wrong. If
0: you say I'm pecan, wondering. then you've never actually had pecan pie, so.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, do you mean pecan pie?
0: No, I don't.
1: I Maybe maybe I say pecan when I'm saying pie.
0: Pecan pie? I don't
1: know. Okay, well, either way. Okay. Whatever you want to call that, it's sixth um seven worst key lime pie so key lime then pecan then blueberry then sweet potato then lemon meringue then apple then uh pumpkin at the top okay hold
0: up do that again for me seven
1: key lime pie okay six pecan pie okay four uh five blueberry pie four sweet potato pie
0: Jesus, this is this is bad dude keep going
1: three lemon
0: meringue
1: (laughs) two is apple one is pumpkin Okay. The only correct list that I
0: there. from bottom to top I have sweet potato, pumpkin, lemon meringue, key lime pie, blueberry, pecan, Trevor! apple.
1: Where did you have pumpkin?
0: Um, sixth.
1: You ever had a pumpkin pie before,
0: <laughs> brother? You sure, brother? Yes, I have.
1: No, but like actually, like a what, good did you, one, what did you? Like things- over,
0: what, what did you rank over? What did you rank over? Or pumpkin over?
1: everything pumpkin was one
0: you think pumpkin pie is better than apple pie
1: apple's my two i really (laughs) yeah but it's your two good dense with a flaky crust pumpkin pie with that flavor and it's unique like i can get apple pie flavors and other things a pumpkin pie. that's
0: does that no it doesn't matter that's not going in the equation
1: Trevor, yeah absolutely it does a pumpkin pie is unique it's seasonal It, it are you all about like like pumpkin flavored stuff contextualize
0: you all about like pumpkin flavored stuff
1: I, I am now i will say okay that, like, see
0: i'm i'm you know, not really i don't hate it right but
1: right well what i will say is like i don't really like a you know a pumpkin spice latte or whatever the, the 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 drink is but like a, a pumpkin pie or a pumpkin cheesecake we were talking about cheesecake so, like, pumpkin cheesecake brother
0: I've never Pretty had. I've, ne- I've never my had. A, aunt, I've never aunt had aunt a pumpkin a cheesecake. Monster, who's
1: probably listening to this right now? because she loves listening to the podcast. Um, TK, my aunt's pumpkin cheesecake. I will save you a slice and fly down to Florida, brother. This thing changes your worldview.
0: I'm a huge cheesecake guy, so I am extremely every year, intrigued. Every year
1: at Thanksgiving, which we do with like my whole mom's side of the family, mm-hmm. everybody knows that I stand there at the pumpkin cheesecake, and whoever wants a slice can take a slice, and then whatever's left, nobody else gets. That's for me. That ain't going anywhere else. All right.
0: Even though Ben's got the wrong pie rankings, oh, yeah. football is here. You guys we made it through. We
1: agree really as much as we typically do on a uh, which on is a good, Friday. Which, which is
0: good. I thought this was yeah, good. A little reality. healthy little healthy disagreement here going into the weekend. You guys got a lot of college football to watch, as do we. And then the first weekend of the NFL games on Sunday and Monday kickoff as well. We're going to be back on Monday talking about everything that we saw this weekend I think we're going to start talking NFL on a Monday, but we'll probably throw a little college football in there as well because there's going to be some crazy stuff that happens over the weekend, whether it is on Saturday or Sunday. Until then, you guys keep it locked right here on Locked on NFL Draft.